Hey there, Internet! My name is Jack Packard, and every day, every day, I write the book here for The Escapist. Hello, I'm Nick Calandra, the editor-in-chief of The Escapist. I think I got more predictions right. Chapter 1! <laughs> We're going to take a look at the games we've been playing this week, including The Outer Worlds and Bloodborne. Chapter 2 is all about the news. We just watched the PlayStation 5 reveal, so we're going to talk games, prices, what they're doing, what we think. So hello and welcome. This is The Escapist Show. Okay, so first, uh, I'm going to talk about the game that I've been playing last week, which is The Outer Worlds. It's a game that I've played before um, back in the underdeveloped days, but I played it very quickly. It's something that, you know, you and I have talked about, Yahtzee and I have talked about over on Slightly Civil War, which is when you are trying to play a game for a review, there is generally a rushed feel to it. You don't get to explore all the things you would want to. You don't get to put in all the time because you're on a deadline. Mm -hmm. And I think I came away with a harsher feel to the Outer Worlds than I normally would have. And so, yeah, I wanted to play it slowly at my own pace, just figure out the game as I go. And I'm still really bothered by the initial story beats, which was my big concern with the Outer Worlds, is that they they let you know right from the get-go, corporations are evil. Uh, and I, I still really dislike that, but I'm having a lot more fun in the world. Hmm. What's what's more fun this time, then? Are you just, just because you are exploring and getting more like the lore and the story in, or what? That's part of it. Like, I'm definitely taking my time uh, with my companion's side mission. Um, I am leaning hard into the role play element to it. So like I chose a character I was like, okay, I like I thought of a backstory for my character, Lady Gilda. <laughs> Lady Gilda worships money, so I take any <laughs> job I can. Um, so that like that's the way I'm playing it. And I also min-maxed my character. I, I chose like now that I played the game, I knew all of the kind of the different weapon types, the different ways to maximize efficiency. And so like I, I basically dumped all of my upgrade points into two-handed weapons and science weapons because I knew one of the first weapons you get is that science hammer. And uh, so like the good part is like I'm dominating and that's also a little bit of the bad part is I'm, I'm literally one-shotting every <laughs> enemy. Uh, but that really just means that I get to enjoy the story and the planets and yeah, so like I'm in general having a much better time than I did initially. It's still, you know, like I know people are calling it the spiritual successor to New Vegas and the like there's more world, but it doesn't seem as alive as New Vegas felt if that. Yeah, well, anything. and like the, the choices aren't as like it's a bit more linear in that regard, yes. too. Like yeah, choices. At least when I played, it, I felt like the choices were very clear cut most of the time. Yes, very very standard. But I'm still having a lot of fun, and I'm probably going to uh, finish it. So yeah, check out the new DLC that just came out. Well, that's that was what spurned it on. Spurred you to go back. New yeah. DLC, and so it's like okay, I'll yeah, I'll go back. So you know what? We'll see how the end game treats me. But I've been having a great time with that. And Nick, if I'm following your tweets correctly, you finally took my advice. I took a lot of people's advice because the chat would never shut no, up about me going to play Bloodborne. My advice specifically, no one else. It was just me. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want to take credit for it, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I've been going back. I, I 
you know, I've been checking out Souls likes quite a bit lately. I tried the Surge 2 and we all remember how that went. And then I really got into the Mortal Shell and I finished that and defeated all the bosses in like one go once I grinded out my character. And then uh, <laughs> now I'm in Bloodborne and I'm having a really good time with it. I'm really surprised. And one I'm not, of us. And I'm not sure if it's... One of us. One of us. <laughs> one of us. I'm not sure if it's because the... <laughs> The general gameplay of Bloodborne is just my style because it's a lot faster paced, um, mm. and it, it maybe maybe the bosses are just easier than Dark Souls. I don't know, but on the other hand, I'm kind of wondering if like since I, I did play through all Immortal Shell, that I kind of just now understand the gameplay loop of like you know taking your time with the character, going and searching the environment for all the health potions, mm. grinding up your character, leveling up your stats, <laughs> and then going after the bosses. Because every time I've played him in the past, I kind of just go through the linear path and get frustrated mm. when I get killed and get sent back because I feel like I lost all that progress and now it's like, right. okay, that is the progress you're making is grinding out these characters, leveling up your stats, then mm. taking on the boss. So much to my surprise though, I, the first two bosses kicked my ass a few times in Bloodborne, and then I went back and grinded up, killed those, and then I f defeated like the next four bosses in the first go with, and then uh, Ron the Spider wrecked me a couple times. Oh yeah, he's terrible. And then I just got done with the one reborn, which I finished on the first go, and now I'm at the boss that's after that, uh, where you have to chase the guy through like the maze. Mikolash. Yeah, I do not like yes. him. I do not. Oh. I keep falling off ledges because <laughs> i, I yes. like literally sprint you know i get back i get back to where the opening is and then i sprint all the way back trying to get to the castle and then something will hit me and i try to dodge and then into the abyss i go i do i love his look though with that like cage on his head He's yeah he reminds me of the man. mortal shell boss <laughs> except not as scary <laughs> so i'm not i'm not really enjoying this boss fight i don't really like this one but that's that's a, a that is a very typical complaint of mikolaj uh, i i liked it uh, the chase, you know what? The chasing is too much. I agree. But like, once yeah. you get into the fight proper, once you figure out the chase sequence, uh, it's a fine fight. Yeah, well, it's, you know, I, I, I'm still leveling up. I'm still grinding out quite a bit. Um, mm -hmm. But like after Realm the Spider, the difficulty spike is like huge. It's like that because you get into the the unseen village. Yes. And everything is just rip, ripping you apart. And I, I pretty much understood that like you're not supposed to fight all this. Just get through it. <laughs> get to the boss. But that's that's part of it is figuring out like when you're supposed to take on the enemies and when you're supposed to just run <laughs> right yeah so that's the um the the forbidden woods was the only other area i really didn't like it was very aimless yes. yes the forbidden woods can be really tricky especially just because you're never quite sure where you're supposed to go or where the enemies are coming from a lot of gun enemies if i remember correctly yes in the uh, forbidden woods um yeah no that's um Oh yeah, that is the Forbidden Woods. What's the place after oh, that? Oh no, no, the Forbidden Woods is that with all the snake enemies. Yes, those are annoying. Oh yeah, that one. Poison enemies are the most annoying thing in that game. Poison enemies and snake <laughs> and enemies. And then the frenzy, yes. the frenzied stuff too is annoying. Yeah, oh oh, the status oh, effects annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. You think it's annoying now? You just wait. Well, just and, and make sure you know some outfits have better frenzy stats. Right. You gotta really pay attention to that. What and uh, what? What's your weapon loadout like? What are you playing? Uh, I I've literally completely. Um, I'm one upgrade away from finishing out the uh, the switchblade weapon. Oh yes, and when I you start love with that. I, that's the only the thing I started blade, with, yeah. and then I bought the the holy blade, but I never used it, so I sold it. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I'm I'm finding a lot of enjoyment in the Souls games now that 
you know that i understand the loop better and and how to progress um <laughs> yes and like even i don't know i guess i always i always felt overwhelmed playing those games and then whatever mm-hmm. however mortal shell was set up as much as people rag on it for whatever reason uh it's it is like the best starter game if you want to get interested in this <laughs> in the souls and then you kind of get sure. addicted to that gameplay loop mm-hmm. so yeah no i'm, I'm I'm gonna finish Bloodborne. Um, I'm getting pretty close, so I'm gonna go stick with it and finish it out. And then uh, for today we try, which is tomorrow, but won't be until we won't hear about it till Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna try Dark Souls three again. Ooh, yeah, and you know, like one now that you're getting to like the true Soulsborne games, mm-hmm. uh, it's basically gonna ruin you on any any other Souls like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because, that's fine you know just polished experiences yeah so that's great but I'm, I'm happy to hear that you finally like you, you got over your hump that's great yeah i'm, st- I'm still not going to return the surge to you fuck those bosses but you <laughs> that's know fair. I, no, but the fair. souls the souls games so far are treating me well enough oh good i'm not getting i'm not getting as i'm not getting controller breaking frustrated like i used to with them <laughs> oh just wait till you get to the dlc bosses uh, yeah no i think i'll skip that for now <laughs> I'm going to finish the main game, let that accomplishment sit in there for a while, and then when I'm ready to go back, I'll, I'll do it again. But you, like pretty much after Mortal Shell, I had to take a break and go play some easy adventure games, and then now I'm on Bloodborne, and uh, we'll see. We're here in the news. Yes. And the news is PlayStation 5 just announced release date prices for both the standard disc edition and the all digital edition they announced some games uh let's talk okay Ooh, nick you just talked about bloodborne yeah demons souls we got a little more look at that i mean it's not a ton more look it just still looks very pretty i'm very excited about it but launch title yeah so i I don't remember if i said it in the escape of shore or not but i i think my prediction was that uh bloodborne i mean uh demon souls remake miles morales and then Ratchet and Clank would pretty much all be launch titles. So I've got mm-hmm. two of them right. We don't know about the release date for Ratchet and Clank yet, but they did say launch window. So I'm guessing, it, uh, well, they've released the, the whole list of launch titles now, which is like, yeah. I think Sackboy is a launch title too. Yes. Uh, Astrobot, uh, and then a bunch of other stuff like the Devil May Cry 5 remaster of a game that just came out a year ago. Not even, yeah, who knows. Yeah, and like... There's a what destruction all star. It actually looks like a fun game. It's like a yeah, destruction derby it looks like game. A, like a, a weirdo one from a lot of from a lot of the same that. people that worked on Drive Club and Motorstorm. So, uh, so yeah, like the, there's there's going to be stuff at launch. Uh, the most surprising though is some of their stuff has also been revealed to be coming out on PlayStation Four. Yep. Miles Morales, Spider Man, Horizon Forbidden West, and Sackboy are all coming. Back to the PlayStation 4, which does mean that it's a little less enticing to need a PlayStation yeah, 5. Yeah, uh, well, it's kind of funny because they uh, GameIndustry.biz did like a story on them a while back, and basically Sony said like we believe in generations, this cross-gen stuff, blah blah, that holds things back, and now they're they're backpedaling and putting it on PS4 because why would you skip out on that anyways when you have how many sold 100 million PS4s out there? Right. Like that's just that's just wasted money if you don't put the games on there. So there, well, there is the argument that it holds back next gen. I don't really. It does it though. I mean, like at this point, you know what what else are you really going to add besides more polygons and particle effects? 
and, re and, oh, and right. ray tracing like you know well see to me that's them admitting that like they don't we don't have anything that special yeah it's, <laughs> like, an, it's an iphone upgrade now that's what the consoles right. are you know? And so, like, to me, though, that makes it less special, so less yeah. people will want to buy it. And so we're going to have a longer interdimensional period. Yeah, there, there is absolutely no reason if you, like, unless you're somebody that is very in gaming enthusiast and wants to be at the mm -hmm. forefront of tech all the time, there right. really isn't a reason to upgrade for either system right now. There's just not. Uh, which Well, here's the thing, and I'm not an Xbox person, Yeah. Man. That Xbox Series S is incredibly inexpensive relative to other gaming machines, still decent quality settings, and gets you into the Xbox e ecosystem at nothing. 300 bucks? Well, what we're talking about upgrading. If you're a new person, yeah, that deals great. If you're mm. if you're brand new to the ecosystem, sure. Like it's a great that oh, okay. either console oh, gotcha. or is a, a great point to jump in at. But oh, I'm, just, I get you. I'm I get just talking if like you have a PS4 or Xbox One X right now, you just probably really know or PS4 Pro or Xbox One X. If you're still on the standard consoles, yeah, it makes sense to upgrade. Well, no, but I'm I'm even talking about new customers because right. like let's let's say you don't have uh, any console, right? No, I, I understand what you're saying there. Well, no, no, what, what I'm what I'm saying fully here is that a new customer would yeah. be better off buying a PlayStation 4 than a PlayStation 5. Why? so many more games and new games still coming out on it like there's no reason to get a playstation 5 even if it is your first console you can buy a playstation 4 I'm, I'm gonna, plus 10 games for the price of a ps5 i'm gonna fight you on that one because if yeah. you get a ps4 when these new consoles come out it's just gonna keep depreciating value to where it's worth nothing two years from now you might as well just go ahead and get the ps5 plus you didn't watch the conference they had the playstation plus collection now so you get pretty you get like 20 different ps4 games that come with your subscription now and they're all like the top tier ps4 exclusives yeah but you can buy the, all those plus a new ps4 console for the price of a ps5 like that for me it makes more financial sense to buy a playstation 4 which is still a fine console all those games you're fine but over on the xbox sides of things that series s nice price point you get games pass you get all those free games you get you know some high you get a gaming roku over there like it's yeah. that makes way more sense than even even a, the digital edition of the playstation yeah it really just depends on what what games what, what exclusives you want what services you want and now you know if you want to be at the forefront or if you just want games <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we all want games. No, no one, no one wants to but, just have the but even, the shiniest thing with no games yeah, to it. And I still think, like, even if you're um, you're gonna go PS4, like, you're still probably gonna go to the Pro, and that's still gonna be two or three hundred dollars until they lower the price again. Mm -hmm. So I mean, by that point, you know, you must even, even a standard PS4 is still a fine. Like there I, is, I have a standard no... PS4 and it does not run very well on some. Of the well, newer you games. blow out the dust, yeah. <laughs> you you open it dust. up and void your warranty and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Anyways, I, 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 they were getting to the prices. We have the PlayStation Five uh, with the disc drive at five hundred dollars and the all digital edition at $400, less than I thought they were going to be. 
Yeah, but I thought I thought it was only going to be fifty dollar difference, and some mm-hmm. some industry people were making a funny comment about like that must be a very expensive disc drive to be for a hundred dollars <laughs> difference. <laughs> so right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's, you get you also get extra functionality with it being like the a UHD Blu-ray player. player yeah, as well. yeah. yeah. So like that's nice. That's honestly what my PlayStation Four is right now. It's a Blu-ray player. It's a very fancy Blu-ray player. Yeah. Well, um, pre-orders so. pre-orders went up sporadically today, and I managed to get one in at Walmart literally one second before they were out of stock. And I'm not kidding about that. <laughs> so and I I didn't even look for the digital one. I just saw a PS5 500 standard one. Done. Mm. For work. Let's go ahead and get back to that cross-gen talk because Sony was kind of fighting against that and here they are backpedaling and offering cross-gen. So what were were they saying to fight against that originally? They they were just, you know, Xbox announced, it was like they they took a pot shot at Xbox basically when Xbox said like Halo Infinite and a bunch of their upcoming exclusives were going to be on both, like all all their hardware family basically. Yeah. And Sony came out and was like, well, generations matter. We won't be doing that, blah, blah, blah. And here they are doing it, too. Like, oh, it's like almost like they planned that from the beginning, too, because why not? <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't know. It, like, I think I've, I've been the one, I've been saying it a lot. Like, generations are just kind of behind us now. You're going to get an upgraded piece of hardware with higher specs like you would a computer. And that's all there is mm. to it, which is better because then you don't lose your whole fucking game library as you go. Right. Mm. So, um and now but now though the question is like how confusing are we gonna get with the upgrades on your games because i i think i've read a few things that they were like you can only get a free upgrade on ps4 and ps5 games if you have the physical copy right well and much like uh, specifically with the game control only if you have a specific version of the no game. control won't even give you the upgrade for free you have to buy the upgrade at a full new $70 price tag or $60 what? price tag. Yeah, Control Control's not giving out the free upgrade. You have to buy the Ultimate Edition to get the upgrade. So everybody, oh, I, everybody's doing it differently. I assume the Ultimate Edition was something new. No, oh. no. The Ultimate Edition is, is the next general upgrade with all the DLC included now, but they oh. won't just give you the free upgrade to upgrade the visuals. So, so Sony's doing it differently. Microsoft's doing it differently. Smart delivery. Then you have games yeah. like Control where they want you to pay for it. Then you have... Uh, NBA 2K21 also wants you to pay for the next gen upgrade, mm-hmm. and like it, it, it's it's so confusing. But then you know, said the project with The Witcher 3 just says, oh yeah, yeah, have yeah. upgraded graphics. Yeah, well, there's, there's fine. a bunch that are doing it for free. There's a bunch that are making you charge for it. There's a bunch that are like you can only do it if you have the disc. It's like Jesus Christ, figure it out, industry, figure out a standardized right. way of doing this. And once again, this is, you know, like, I I hate to pull out that, like, PCs are better card, but it's like, uh, this is something I said a long time ago, which is that these boxes are physical graphics quality sliders. And so, like, that's all they're doing, because that debacle with control, where people discovered that they could just flick a button and make it free, because that's all it is, is a graphics slider. If you bought control on a PC, and then you got the new NVIDIA... Um, the 3000 series uh, GPU, guess what? You can pump up those graphics and you got the Ultimate Edition <laughs> yep. without paying any extra money for your game, right? Yep. It's, no, it's, to it's, me, it makes it makes the consoles even more obsolete when you think about it like that. Yep. Well, I mean, that's kind of funny because we had our Nintendo discussion last week and there was like a comment like, you don't do the same discussion for Sony and PlayStation or Sony and Xbox. Like, yeah, we do. 
We do it quite a bit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like we we shit on them all the same for all their stupid business decisions. We and... we you know we love video games so much that we shit on them constantly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, out of all of them, Xbox is the most pro consumer right now by a fucking margin. Now, let's be honest you know, here. They got the they got the all access pass, which they don't even charge you up front for to pay for your console. You get f- smart delivery on a bunch of games. You get Games Pass, which is an unbeatable deal, and PS4's Plus Collection is like their answer to that, but it's a pretty crappy answer to that, you know? No, so, and, you know, Xbox is also like releasing stuff on everything. Yeah, yeah, PC release, Xbox release, it makes the Xbox, in my opinion, obsolete, but they're saying, yeah, these are our studio games, but go ahead, play them wherever you want. It's an ex- access point to the ecosystem. Exactly. Which people so, don't like when we call it an ecosystem. That's what it is now. It's, it's what everything is. It's what your phone is. It's what the Windows is. It's what Steam is. It's it's what everything is. Yeah. All, all that aside, though, I, like, I am excited for the PS5. That's, you know, partially pre-ordered one for work, partially pre-ordered because I'm excited about it. And that's that's the console of choice for the next generation because I already have a gaming mm-hmm. PC. Sure. Uh, the Demon's Souls remake looks amazing to me. I'm, I'm Since I'm loving Bloodborne so much, I'm really excited to jump into that. Yeah, uh, you know, yes. Horizon for Forbidden West being on PS4 doesn't bother me at all. I'm just looking for good games. Like at this mm-hmm. point, you're right. It's, it's just it's just graphic sliders at this point. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, unless unless some game, the only next gen game that's really gonna blow my mind is something that comes out with like Red Faction Guerrilla style physics. You know, where mm-hmm. you get to blow up every building in sight or whatever. I mean, and, you know, maybe higher player counts in Battlefield 6, which they're already talking about. You know, those kind of next-gen features excite me. But having more particle effects or, you know, ray tracing and making puddles reflect, okay, great. Not, not that big of a deal to me. But now we can make the liquid in your coffee cup reflect when you're hey, you drinking know coffee during I'll, your coffee. I'll tell you what, we, it, it's not even next-gen. Well, I guess I consider Half-Life Alex a next-gen game. Mm-hmm. And being able to pick up a bottle and see the f- liquid moving in it when you shake it up or side or down, like realistically, yeah. that was one of the coolest effects I've ever seen in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> well, then there you go. That's those all little details. Know. VR is really yeah. the next gen stuff. <sighs> Honestly, How, at, no, no game like Half Life Alex is like the only game in a long time that's just made me go wow over and over and over again every time mm-hmm. I did something in that game. So I'm, I'm hoping, like, it's a very, very tangent aside, but, like, I hope, like, Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, which was confirmed for Steam today instead of just Oculus, thank God. I'm hoping that's mm-hmm. the next, like, Alex-level VR experience, because it's from Respawn. So that's a complete aside. So that was it. That was The Escapist Show. Once again, I'm semi-professional video game enjoyer, Jack Packard. Uh, my name is Nick Landro, the editor-in-chief of The Escapist. I right, bye. See ya.